You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your host, Eric G. I am from ThunderDigest.com. Prior to being with that fine publication, you are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I did Oklahoma City Radio for four years. For five seasons now, I've covered the Oklahoma City Thunder. I am a proud native of the state of Oklahoma and even a Thunder fan. I've done pre-games. I've done post-games. I'm in the locker room. I'm at practice. I'm at shoot-around. And as I've said before, and not to be too repetitive on this podcast, but I like to be a liaison between the players and the fans, and the coaches, and the fans. And if you are new to the Locked on Thunder podcast, we are so glad to have you. And I'm very excited to be a part of the Locked on Network, which is run by David Locke, the voice of the Utah Jazz. So welcome aboard. And if you like what you hear now, there are several more podcasts that you can catch up on via LockedOnThunder.com. I've been on the job about a week. I've been having a lot of fun doing this. And I pride myself on trying to talk about topics that you normally wouldn't hear about on local radio. Because it's a lot of dissecting, breaking down, what's wrong with the thunder, what's right with the thunder. I try and go different directions the best I can to give you something a little bit different to think about. But today, We've got to talk about everything that's that's ailing Oklahoma City right now. So, in segment number one, we're going to hear from Billy Donovan. We'll go back and revisit what he said a couple of days ago after practice about the Mavericks not laying down for Oklahoma City and why this is not his fault. The lapses that we are seeing in the third quarter by the Oklahoma City Thunder shouldn't be chalked up to Billy Donovan or anyone in the coaching staff. Plus, we'll talk about how Steven Adams continues to make Sam Presti look like a genius with that signing. In segment number two, Corey Brewer is expected to sign with the Oklahoma City Thunder tomorrow. And more importantly for OKC, the door is opening for them to get a better playoff seed But can they finally take advantage of it by the way the Thunder have played in the last couple of games that's very questionable, but we'll explore where Oklahoma City can go from now until the end of the season with 19 games left. And finally, in segment number three, one of my favorite players of all time, Dirk Nowitzki, got his 31,000th point last night, and we will discuss why this guy doesn't seem to be as appreciated as he should Not necessarily for his on-court adventures, but the way he is off the court and why everybody should be a Dirk Nowitzki fan. I don't like to tell you how to think, but I do believe everybody should love this guy. Plus, two games coming up on the schedule with Phoenix and Portland back-to-back. Extremely important games, and we'll discuss if the Thunder can get things turned around in PHX and Portland. Before we get to all that, want to let you know that if your company is interested in sponsoring Locked on Thunder, you can do so for a very reasonable price. We promise not to price you out of the market. And specifically, 
If your company is looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44, we've got them in spades for you. 98% of the people that listen to this podcast are men. 80% of those range from ages between between the ages of 18 and 44. If you'd like to find out more information about this podcast and how you can be a part of it, just email dlock, that's D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com and he'll be more than glad to tell you how you can be a part of not only the Locked On Thunder podcast, but the Locked On Network in general. And it's a great product, and it's one that I'm very proud to be a part of because it's not just me, but a lot of people in the Locked On Network do some very good work, and I'd highly recommend you checking out some of the other podcasts, whether it's Locked On Lakers, Locked On Bulls, Locked On Falcons, 49ers, whatever your taste is in the NFL and the NBA, we have it for you here on the Locked On Network. All right, on to segment number one. And the Thunder continue to win ugly. That is two bad performances in a row with Orlando and Dallas. And interestingly enough, the Thunder are 2-0 without playing any sort of sense of urgency, especially in the third quarter. Ask after last last night's game if he was concerned about where the Thunder were headed and this lack of urgency. Russell Westbrook told Steve McGeehee of Channel 9, no, he's not worried, and then brought up the fact that Oklahoma City's been really good against the top teams in the league. But you've only got 19 games left. And this whole season, this team has looked disjointed. At times, they look disinterested in what's going on the on on the floor and honestly that if we want to be real about this that this interest shows up more often than not and let's go back and visit what Billy Donovan had to say a couple of days ago he was asked about the Mavericks who are purposely tanking games or at least Mark Cuban is saying it would benefit the Mavericks to purposely tank games here's what Billy D had to say about that notion and whether or not the Mavericks would take the Thunder seriously. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really look at it that way. I know Rick Carlisle. I've known Rick Carlisle for a long, long time. Um, his teams are going to go out there and they're going to play hard and they're going to compete. I just don't buy that. There's players on the court that are not playing, and their guys are going to play. They got a prideful organization, prideful guys, and a veteran, experienced team. And they just beat the Pacers. Um, Pacers are obviously a, a very, very good team in the East. Um, so we're expecting to get their best you know, effort tomorrow. Billy Donovan was 100% correct. And the biggest issue that the Thunder face is when they go in the locker room at halftime, they seem to forget there's a basketball game going on. And, and I have, was reading Twitter yesterday and saw one tweet that said this team is hard to figure out. Actually, the Thunder aren't very hard to figure out at all. Against teams like Golden State, they will get up for. For Houston, they'll get up for that game, San Antonio, the Cavs, etc. And for 48 minutes, or close to 48 minutes, you'll see the Thunder want to play a basketball game and do everything they can to get a win. Once that team gets down to be 500 below 500, Oklahoma City pretty much acts like they can just walk on the court And that team is going to submit. And unfortunately, in the NBA, that's not entirely true. And a lot of people want to blame Billy Donovan for this. But it's really not his fault or the fault of the coaching staff. Because in the NBA, 
you are you're really paid to manage personalities. And I think Donovan does a really good job of that. I don't think that he's lost this team at all. And, and you might argue with that particular sentiment, but there's no sign on the court that the players aren't listening to him or they're just off doing something on their own. But once you've gotten past the high school level, motivation has to come from within. So whether it's that scholarship you're earning in college or that multi-million dollar contract that you're getting when you're in the association, that should be enough for you to be on the floor and play at your best night in, night out. And through 82 games, we always tell you the players are going to get bored, and I would fully expect that. But with only 19 games left, this is when you have to be sharpening your knife. This is when you need to fix any issues that are possible so once you go into the playoffs, nothing can catch you off guard. And every coach will tell you this, but habits. Habits are formed throughout the regular season, and the Thunder have gotten into some very bad habits. And while Russell Westbrook may not be worried because the Thunder plays so good against top teams in the league, I think we saw on Saturday night that Golden State can flip a switch that Oklahoma City can't when they want to, and the Thunder, who are right now in the seventh seed, would not make it out of a seven-game series with Golden State. They could make it physical, they could bloody, they could bruise Golden State, they could sit them up, to not be as good in the next series and possibly lose, but Oklahoma City's not going to beat them in seven games. And the door's wide open for OKC to make some hay in the standings. Question is whether or not they're going to do it. And for all the negatives that we saw last night with the turnover, the, care, the turnovers, the careless play, defense at times looking to get lost, Dallas basically being able to run one play with Powell and be successful on it, There has been a bright spot, and a big bright spot emerged this year, and that's Steven Adams, who plays hard every single night, night in, night out. He was ending up on the floor last night a few times. So was Jeremy Grant. I think Jeremy Grant was on the floor more times in a three-minute span than a drunk Ozzy Osbourne was. But Steven Adams continues to show that not only can he be a force in the paint and on the boards, especially on those offensive boards, but... This big three, and we've said this before, is a big four now, and Steven Adams is a major leader on this team, and it's making Sam Presti look like a genius. People said that $20 million contract was too much. No, Steven Adams proves his worth every night on the floor, and congratulations to you, Sam Presti, for seeing that. Because not only did you produce a cult hero in Oklahoma City, you've produced a guy that seems to be able to whip this team into shape. And if Russell Westbrook and Paul George can't be the voice of reason at half, maybe it's got to be a guy like Steven Adams. Even if that's not his personality, maybe he needs to get out of his comfort zone and get Oklahoma City ready to go play once that clock winds down after halftime. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm your host, Eric G of ThunderDigest.com. We thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, this evening, whenever you're listening. Heck, you may be listening, and it's the morning time. So I don't like to make it date-specific, but I guess I just did, or time-specific, but I just did. And coming up next here on the Locked on Thunder Network, will the the arrival of Corey Brewer, which seems to be a complete given right now, be the spark Oklahoma City needs? We'll discuss next. Mr. Business Owner, Mrs. Business Owner, 
We want you to be a part of the Locked on Thunder podcast. Man, we would love to have you here, especially if you've got a business that's looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44, and that covers a wide range of things. I always talk about things like hunting and fishing and sports apparel, but it also kind of goes to dress clothes because you're talking about young professionals that will listen to this podcast. We have very reasonable rates, so you're not going to spend a lot of money and we promise that you will get bang for your buck. All you have to do is email David Locke, the voice of the Utah Jazz and the owner of the Locked On Network at dlock. that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. 98% of the people who listen to this podcast are men. 80% of those are between the ages of 18 and 44. So get them into your business. Discuss Locked On Thunder, and I'll make this promise to you. Okay, I don't know if David will let me do this or not, but I'll go ahead and throw it out there for this podcast. I'll come to your business and do a podcast, and I love nothing more than talking Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. So any of your clients who come in and listen to the Locked on Thunder podcast, we can talk about it as long as they want. Locked on Thunder, your daily podcast for the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Locked on Network. Corey Brewer's coming to Oklahoma City. That at least seems to be all the reports that are out there. It's in the Oklahoma today. It's on ESPN. And you're wondering if Corey Brewer is going to be a spark for Oklahoma City. Well, the guy's 31 years old. He's averaging 13 minutes per game. And averaging, what was it, just over like three rebounds and three points. So not stellar offensive numbers. However... Where I have a little hope for Corey Brewer coming in and maybe giving Oklahoma City something is in the four games that the Lakers have played against Oklahoma City this year, Corey Brewer has gone over his average in minutes, averaging 14 and a half minutes per game. So that's not bad at all. Thunder 2-2 two and two versus the Lakers. He knows Billy Donovan. I can't imagine he would start. I mean, maybe because Billy Donovan is familiar with him, you might throw him into the starting five as an experiment, but I like the way things are with Josh Eustis now, and the Thunder have been successful in the starting lineup. I also think that if you watch Billy Donovan enough to know, he doesn't like messing with the starting lineup and the bench too much. He'll run different combinations out there based on what the opponent is throwing out on the floor, but I don't think he likes the idea of just continuing to plug and play with the starters. And it's been so hard to find someone to fill that two-guard role since Andre Robertson came out that Corey Brewer is probably not going to be a guy that steps in and plays as a starter. But off the bench, I can see it. And yeah, I'm with you. I am hoping that he gives Oklahoma City a big-time spark. We said earlier in the podcast today that Oklahoma City is the seventh seed in the playoffs right now. And Golden State is who they would play in the first round. They've been four and one in the last five. It's not a good looking four and one, but it is four and one. And the San Antonio Spurs are continuing to struggle right now. They've lost Kawhi Leonard, although he is on his way back. And LaMarcus Aldridge goes down last night with a sprained ankle. It's just a matter of can the Thunder take advantage of it. And even if they're winning ugly, we could see them possibly move up in the standings. They're a game and a half right now behind the Minnesota Timberwolves for that third spot. And whoever gets in that third spot is going to be one of the weakest third seeds that we've seen in the Western Conference in quite some time. 
But as fans, I mean, if we strictly put on our fan glasses right now, we'd all feel a whole lot better about Oklahoma City being in that third seed than that seventh seed. That kind of goes without saying, and I'm sorry to point out the obvious in that situation. But in order to overcome a lot of the teams that are ahead of them, you got to look at what the Pelicans are doing. And the Pelicans continue to be on a tear. They've won seven straight, knocked off San Antonio last night. And while I have been firmly in the camp that says that James Harden is your unquestioned MVP right now, I'm starting to change my mind on that, and it would probably go Anthony Davis as the MVP because of what he continues to bring to the New Orleans Pelicans. And and more importantly, and this is, I don't know how fair this is to James Harden or really any other player in the NBA, but you look a whole lot better. If you are a big two or a big three, and one of those players is lost, like DeMarcus Cousins is lost right now for the New Orleans Pelicans, When that other guy elevates his play, we want to give him the MVP. Oklahoma City has two great cases of that. Russell Westbrook went down for 30-plus games a few years back. Kevin Durant took advantage of it. MVP. Kevin Durant leaves. Russell Westbrook puts this team on his back, takes him to the playoffs. Russell Westbrook gets the MVP. James Harden benefited, no doubt, from early in the season, Chris Paul missing all those games. Anthony Davis is missing now. If I had a vote, I'd probably put Davis one, James Harden number two. And I'll be interested to see how many guys who have that very coveted MVP vote make this a close race. It deserves to be a close close race. And it's a talking point that we're going to have to follow here for the next few games towards the NBA season. If you still want to go with Harden, that's a great argument. But if you want to throw Anthony Davis in that argument as well, I am right there with you and becoming a much bigger believer that he may, in fact, be the best player in the NBA right now. And that's no knock on Russell Westbrook, and it's certainly not a knock on LeBron James. But Anthony Davis' skill set, being that big guy, being able to go out beyond the arc, and just being able to lead a team last year that didn't make it to the playoffs that gives the nod. That totally gives the nod for me. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G, your host. You can also check me out on thunderdigest.com. And if you're a company owner and you want men between the ages of 18 and 44 to come into your business, advertise with us here at lockedonthunder.com. We got 98% of men as our audience. 80% of those fall into that age range of 18 to 44. If that's your sweet spot, We want to help you reach them. We reach a lot of people every day, and not only with Locked On Thunder, but there's a whole Locked On network that does some tremendous work and some great podcasts. So jump on board with us, and we will help you grow your business with LockedOnThunder.com. All you have to do is email David Locke, D-Locke, that's D-L-O-C-K-E, at gmail.com. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. If I haven't said that enough, uh, Thunder Digest did radio in Oklahoma City for four years, and I thank you very much for listening today. And last night, I didn't tease. forgot to do the tease, but last night, Dirk Nowitzki got his 31,000th point. 31,000. Tremendous for him. And the guy's been in the league forever. It does feel like Dirk's been in the league now for about 50 years. And truly, he should be one of the most appreciated players that we've ever seen in the NBA. Not just for what he did by 
allowing the big man to go beyond the arc and be a shooter rather than a guy that needs to bang in the paint, although we, we have seen Dirk do that from time to time. But I think it's off-the-court personality that really sets Dirk Nowitzki apart from a lot of the other players in the NBA and really a lot of other players in professional sports because the guy's not only humble, but he's funny, he's, char- he's charismatic, and he doesn't mind making fun of himself. And when Dirk shows that side, it makes him very endearing. And there's no doubt that the DFW area embraces Dirk Nowitzki and they love what he has done for the Mavericks. The guy did help them win a championship, the Mavericks' only championship. But I also think for Dirk, that personality has made him a cult hero in that area. And it just feels so sequestered to that one area that it doesn't do Dirk Nowitzki justice. He is one of these guys that we should all embrace. Again, I don't want to tell you who to root for, who not to root for, who to like, who to dislike. But Dirk is a guy that I just don't understand how people can't fall in love with. And I don't understand why every one of us doesn't have a Dirk Nowitzki jersey. I should have one hanging in my closet right now. Oh yeah, wait, he plays for the Mavericks and Mark Cuban has said a lot of bad things about Oklahoma City. Yeah, that's why. Maybe maybe I'll go get a Dirk Nowitzki all-star jersey. As long as it doesn't have the Mavericks logo. But my favorite Dirk Nowitzki story, and it's not one that you're going to hear very often because it was my own personal experience with Dirk Nowitzki, but a couple of years ago at shoot around right before the right before the Thunder and the Mavericks were playing at the peak pour some sugar on me is playing over the loudspeaker and Dirk Nowitzki is singing right along with every single word and my thought was how many guys in the NBA now would even know that song even know who it was by Russell Westbrook could wear a Def Leppard shirt but I bet you a million dollars that he wouldn't know a single Def Leppard song and Dirk Nowitzki was singing it. He's also the guy that had David Hasselhoff on his headset as inspiration. So he's looking for a little bit of freedom. It's the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. 19 games left for the Oklahoma City Thunder. You got two coming up on Friday and Saturday against the Phoenix Suns and the Portland Trailblazers. And... Oklahoma City does not play well in either one of those cities under Billy Billy Donovan. I have no idea why. And certainly, I think there's major cause for concern with the way the Thunder have played these last two games about what you're going to get in both Phoenix and Portland. And I'll tell you right now, I expect the Thunder at best, at best, to go 1-1 and in that situation. If they go 2-0, and I think we need to be doing backflips, even if it's not a good 2-0, and because it still may mean moving up in the standings. But these are important games, not only for the Thunder to get a shot to move up and surpass Portland, maybe get a shot at surpassing New Orleans, but show me that you're you're getting ready for the playoffs. Plus, it'll also be our first look at Corey Brewer, most likely, so we can see just how well he is going to gel with this Thunder team that just sorely needs help. And going back to the whole, this is not the coach's fault situation. There's only one coach that I believe could really get players to listen to them and do exactly what they say and maybe give that rah-rah or get into people's butts at halftime, and that's Greg Popovich. 
So if you're on the Billy Donovan has lost this team bandwagon or you're even remotely thinking about getting rid of Billy Donovan, ask yourself this. Who coaching in the NBA right now would Russell Westbrook, Paul George, and Carmelo Anthony listen to? Who would they all three be on the same page as? And a lot of it with the NBA players is very simple. When you are making more money than the coach and you know that you are the face of the organization, you can bet ownership, management is more likely going to side with you than they are the guy that's on the sidelines. And if Russell Westbrook had a major problem with Billy Donovan or a combination of players, say Stephen Adams, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, Stephen Adams had a problem with Billy Donovan and they went to Russ and can get Russ on their side, then we would see Sam Presti make a change. But I, I don't think that's the case here in Oklahoma City, but I just think with the way the NBA is designed and it being such a superstar-driven league and with players making so much money and having so much power right now, you look at LeBron James and we all consider him to be the GM in Cleveland. Coaches have kind of lost their bite. And ask Tyron Lue, ask Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr let that team coach. And for as great as Steve Kerr is, with that roster that's put together, you or I could probably go coach there and be successful. Look at Luke Walton. Luke Walton had that team undefeated at one point. And then he takes over the Lakers, and the Lakers are struggling right now. Very, very difficult to, to be in that be in that position. And I think... I don't know what it takes for an NBA coach because I don't. It's not just skins on the wall. If it was just skins on the wall, then Steve Kerr and Eric Spolster would have complete commands of their team as well. And I really, honestly believe Pop is the only coach in the NBA that is in complete total control. Maybe Tibbs, but the only reason Tibbs is in control in Minnesota is because that's a very young ball club. This has been the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I'm Eric G. Remember, if you're a business owner, contact David Locke. That's D-L-O-C-K-E at gmail.com. If you're looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44 and let us help you grow your business. We've got 98% of listeners that are men. 80% of those fall into that demo. And just come be a part of it. I'm trying not to be repetitive, so just come be a part of the Locked on Thunder podcast. We will be back tomorrow with complete breakdowns of both the Phoenix and the Portland game coming up this weekend. I'm Eric G. for the Locked on Thunder podcast and the Locked on Network saying, glittering prizes and endless compromises shatter the illusion of integrity. Have a good day. You are Locked on Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.